Good evening, everyone. You're listening to Blue Collar Blacklisted Podcast, where we are always on the search for white supremacy. You've heard about it. You can't say you've seen it. Personally, I've looked through binoculars, telescope, monocle, microscope. What else? Sunglasses, regular glasses, reading glasses, bifocals, trifocals. Lupa. That's Spanish. Sure. I've yet to see any. They tell us to stop the Asian hate. How many Asians have you been hating on? Have you been hating on Asians? I can't say as I have. Somebody here has to have. You've been hating on Asians, Reverso? <laughs> I guess if you consider uh, Ted Asian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we found up. Oh, boom, we found it. <sighs> so this is a, a, a clip from the uh, guy that shot up the subway in, in New York City. And it's pretty foul. And so I, I don't know if the uh, executive producer will edit this out or not. It's in full context. It's pretty nasty. So if there's kids around, maybe you should uh, make them vacate. Three, two, one. Yeah, fuck you too. You see that shit all day, every day. You know? You see that shit all day, every day. White motherfucker gonna slam the door. Like, you know, try to slam, like, slam it in my face. Yeah, fuck you and your white ass too, you white mother, racist motherfucker. They had to put that in for good luck. I don't get, listen. Yeah, white racist motherfuckers, yeah, they do exist. They do fucking exist. Look at me, motherfucker, and they hate your guts too. Slant eye fucking piece of shit. All that shit you know in Vietnam, they, they, they not your fucking friend. They ain't your fucking friend, nigga. You're something less than human to them. You better get that in your fucking thick skull. Oh, I ain't not, I ain't not black. I this guy, see? Motherfucker, stinking bitch. Oh, war. Hey, man. Great idea. I'll be great. That's the best idea a fucking stinking spick could ever have. Let's kill each other. Prove what to you. Motherfucker, you shouldn't even exist. Prove what to you. You shouldn't even be the fuck on earth. You're a crime against fucking nation, you Spanish speaking motherfucker. The, the, the fucking Spanish fucked you and raped you into existence. What are you talking about? That goes to the fucking monkey-ass motherfucking nigga, too, talking that fucking shit. Build a nation. That's what a fucking nation is. I'm talking about a nation, a standalone nation, motherfucker. You a man. You a fucking failure. As a fucking stinking human being. Hold the fucking spicking wetback, motherfucker. Who got to depend on the white man for everything. White man didn't feed you. You starved to death. Fuck you. That fuck, I got to prove what to you. Make you fucking drop dead. But I can make you drop so you got Yeah, fuck. And so, yeah, if, if that will... Just for everybody that hasn't seen that video, this guy's walking down the side of the street. Mm-hmm. In in Manhattan. And, yes. Like, screaming at people that are just walking by. Minding their own business. Yeah. Just yeah. So random he, folks walking by. Yeah. And so he was doing the same thing. There's a lot of... Which he didn't discriminate. I mean, he hated on everyone. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, he, he touched on a little bit of everybody. And scroll down and see, like, go back and forth while we're talking about this and see if you can find a picture because... Um, Sounded like he had a hard time finding the white racist, too, because he even said, yeah, they do exist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, obviously, he's a big commie. There's uh, Fidel Castro. Uh, Which, I mean, the worst thing he said was somebody slammed a door in his face. Yeah. I, so that made somebody... That made somebody a racist. Like that made well, somebody they, a white supremacist because they didn't hold the door for him. Well, dude, I mean, he's he's a uh, a black supremacist right off the the bat, dude. Like so many that we've seen over the, just the last year. So, uh, Waukesha, is that how you say that? 
That guy was a black supremacist, not in the news. Uh, the guy that uh, attacked that congressional candidate, black supremacist, not in the news. The one uh, that attacked, the, that killed the Capitol Police at that that barricade, the black supremacist. Where are the white supremacists killing people, talking about white supremacy? Where, where are they outside the trailer park? And there's, where are they? So, but one thing about this guy, as far as. I don't know. This is a terrorist. This is to to throw smoke bombs into the subway and to start shooting people. That's that's you're a radical terrorist. You're a black supremacist, and we it needs to be called that. And the media is not going to say it. They're, they're just like the others that I just listed off. This will disappear. Nobody's going to care about it. And the craziest thing: the uh, cameras in the subway they they didn't seem to be working. So every time something occurs that doesn't fit the left's narrative, the cameras just that's <laughs> crazy. Is it? And actually, the the cameras were fully functional. It was a computer glitch. So, yeah. well, so uh, this guy's yes. live in New York, right? Yes, and, and he's he's American, right? Yeah, and he's been posting this stuff for for years. And the okay. FBI was too busy chasing down Grandma to do anything about it. They knew who he was, but like always, they did nothing. Okay, and New York has really stringent like gun laws, right? Of course. Okay, so how did an American living in New York get? Guns and smoke grenades. What do you think? How do you think he got them? Because it leads into a whole nother thing to me. Like, I just think, and people are going to think I'm crazy. I'm not saying this is the case. I'm just saying. Do you think somebody else gave them to me? Yeah, I, I think yeah. that people that, that that there's a probably a faction of the government that is very good at finding mentally disturbed people and mm-hmm. convincing them to do crazy things and supplying them with the stuff to do it. That's what I think. To fit a narrative, because look at oh, with the ghost guns, and which yeah, we talked somebody about. Somebody asked me about the ghost guns today. Yeah, what was it? What did they say? They said, "Where did it come from?" He said, "I've never heard about this." Mm-hmm. The thing about that is, which that ghost gun is a, it's a fictitious term that they've made up to make something sound more dangerous. It's than very it is. scary. I mean, yeah, it, yeah, and that's it's the way they a want gun it. Gun without a serial number, but exactly, and they they've manipulated, but. Because I think the the last number I heard was there was something to the effect of like twenty thousand quote unquote ghost guns that were used to commit crimes and stuff uh, over the last year. But the thing is, what they what they're considering ghost guns now is not something that you've necessarily three D printed. It's something that a criminal has ground the serial number off of. So all of a sudden, when you you have a gun that had a serial number but it's been tampered with, which is illegal anyway. It's like you've you've added all of these guns to the to the pot of 3D printed guns, which in my opinion are probably, I mean they're probably a very small percentage of of anything that's that's been used in a crime. But my original point was, I watched a uh, I watched a documentary and it was or, I don't know it was a little short clip, but it was from Vox and Vox is a liberal network. Yeah, I mean they're so, but they were following people around that were, I believe it was down in Florida, but it was people that were getting together, and I think they do it once a year or something, but they build their own guns, which is completely legal and always has been in the United States. You can build a gun for you that doesn't have to be serialized. But, and these people had been doing it and trying, you know, different kinds of of these plastics and materials and things like that. And all of these guns, they sucked. They were terrible. I mean, they're like literally. They would just go out there and see how many rounds they could get through it, and most of them. I mean, they wouldn't cycle the full magazine, 
because they were just terrible. And and these are people that are trying to make you know something worthwhile. And it it's just, I mean, if you you might get it to cycle, but it it so for three, the most part they're non-functional, so just junk. Most of what they're referring to is a ghost gun, if I'm not mistaken, would be patterned after like a Glock style pistol or an AR-15 style rifle, right? Yeah. Generically speaking. Yeah. So, and what little bit I do know about it, which is, again, not that much, but I know the, the 3D printer technology because the, the way it prints, like you'll have a flat surface, almost like a honeycomb structure in the middle, then another flat surface is kind of ribbed from where the, the printer lays the material out. Yeah. And so it just doesn't lend itself to, to uh, long-term, you know, like the strenuous cycling of a, of a rifle or even a pistol. I, don't, I just don't think that it's meant to hold up. And, I don't, and like you said, I find it highly, highly, highly unlikely that those are used with any f- regularity or frequency in the commission of a crime, number one. Number two, uh, is are they also defining a ghost gun as like an 80% receiver, which is a receiver that's partially machined that you have to, to, to drill for different pins and, and X, Y, and Z to, to uh, basically you have to finish the machining process of the gun by drilling some holes and this and the other. And it may or may not be serialized. Are they referring to that as one as well? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to get rid of those too because the, and the 80% receiver, those do not have serial numbers. Yeah. But just like I said, it's it's always been legal in the United States for you to build your own weapon for your own use. Now, if you're building them to sell, that's a different story. They're supposed to be serialized. But yeah. if you're building one for yourself, um, then, yeah, have at it. Um, but they, I mean, it's like anything else the government needs, which the ATF, which is also a, like, that's a, that's a garbage agency yes it's a completely garbage agency the the aft yeah the aft and uh the atf back to the atf which is a garbage agency they've also to um here as of late they've implemented a policy because ffls which they're federal firearms licensed people people that can legally sell you a, a a firearm so Used to after twenty years, if a if an FFL went out of business, they had to hold the records for I believe it was twenty years, and then they could destroy the records um, because there's not supposed to be. And everybody talks about when you do a NICS check, a background check, that oh my gun's registered, and it's not. It's actually just a background check. Mm-hmm. But what they want to do now, uh, the ATF, is to take that. They've, I, I would call it legislation, but it's not. They want to pass um, or, or implement this new policy where former FFLs that have went out of business can no longer destroy records. They have to turn them over to the ATF, which is pretty much a proxy gun registry. Yes. Because they want to know where these things are going. So, And who owns them. Yes. So and that the eighty percent lowers and stuff like they they obviously they don't want that that's something that you can have that they can't track and like I said for your own use that you can build so that's that's what they want they they want everything but where the where they can track it but take Adam Lanza for an example that used an AR fifteen uh, even if that was a quote unquote ghost gun what it doesn't or legally bought it just it doesn't matter until he's committed a crime anyway what 
I, I was because that and and maybe w- with gang related issues, there, there might be a little a, a difference as far as whether it was serialized or not. I, I can't see, thinking out loud. I don't I don't see one, but they, because they want you to believe that ghost guns are going to be mass shootings, mass school shootings, ghost gun. If you haven't previously committed a crime, which I, I know I'm preaching to the choir here, what what difference does it make if you're not a criminal? So the law is only for the law-abiding citizen every time, and that's with the First Amendment and the Second Amendment. But it's uh, So we don't know where this guy got his gun. He doesn't look smart enough, but I'll tell you this much. He is a chesty individual, and when he goes to prison, the, if you don't like having your breast played with, you don't, you don't screw it up, buddy. Because that's why I was wanting to see a picture. He's got some melons, some righteous cans. And I'm not trying to be mean. I'm is not he trying top, to be, He's top heavy? Dude, the, he... It, have you ever heard of the band Swingin' Udders? <laughs> that's, that's it. This is Blue Collar Blacklisted Podcast. You can find us on Instagram now. No thanks to Reverso. Thanks to somebody else, third party, not me, because I don't do anything that has to do with Facebook. But whoever is running it is very funny. They posted a picture, a screenshot of a comment. I would read it, but nobody here would laugh, and my joke would bomb. You'd have to get on our Instagram and check it out. It was really funny. I thought you was going to say I would read it, but I don't have Instagram. Well, yeah, that that was what I was going to say. But uh, the uh, what else did we have? There, uh, we have a word with Rex. Can we have a word with Rex today, please? Anybody? Mm-hmm. Is, is Rex up for a little speech? <laughs> Are we going to have a double word today since saying, he was dude, out last week? Uh, there's some things going on where people might not like our podcast. Some nobody's complained. And what I would say to those people, if you don't like it, go ahead and listen. Hit the like button, comment, subscribe. And if you do like it, if you love it, dude, hit the like button. I mean, what about a review up in this piece? Yeah, give us a review. Hey, if you hate it, leave us a five-star review, damn. <laughs> yeah. Like it, love it, whatever, dude. Like it, love it, learn to live with it. It don't make, yeah, it makes no difference to me. And if you don't as, like it, suffer in silence with a five-star review. Social media platforms are aware of the latest narratives dangerous to public health. You shouldn't be banned from one platform and not others uh, if you are for uh, uh, providing misinformation out there. Algorithms, I don't know how they work, but they all do know how they work. Public has a right to know. That's the point that we're making, and we're dealing with a life or death issue here, and so everybody has a role to play in making sure there's accurate information. Are you drunk? (laughs) How was that? Nobody else heard that. I was just messing with your volume. (laughs) Did you not hear that? Yeah, I did hear it. But then I messed with his after yours. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. Uh, Y'all make small talk or verso scrolls down. Talk about the weather, like whatever. Uh, okay, no, stop. And it sure is nice here. All right, we're good. Well, that was a really quick conversation. <laughs> All right, man. The weather's beautiful. It's a beautiful day. It was anyway, great. Anyway, back to the store. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, sorry. Can you scroll back up so I can read Trump's tweet? Oh, my jeez. <laughs> hey, listen. If you're looking for concise professionalism in a smooth flow with a lot of editing, you've came to the wrong place. That's the old show. This is the new show. It's, it's like Eddie Murphy. It's raw. Statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th President of the United States of America. 
Is the unselect committee of January 6th going to see the movie that was just released by Citizens United called Rigged, or the movie coming out shortly concerning True the Vote and produced by Nadesh Souza called 2000 Mules? When you watch the movies or look at any of the other mountains of evidence, evidence on the rigged election, you'll realize their standard and boring soundbite, the big lie, is actually the big lie in reverse. And so we talked a little bit about uh, True the Vote. Well, actually, we've talked about it a lot, and... and uh, uh, Dinesh Dessosa's movie. That, so they were on um, Christine, Christina Engelbrecht and uh, I can't remember the other gentleman's name. Catherine Engelbrecht. I'm sorry, Greg Phillips. Or on Charlie Kirk's show this past week. And so they're talking about some of the information from that from the film, which he had a long interview with him, and it's really good. Everybody should watch it. Check it out. It's True the Votes. Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips on the Charlie Kirk show. Check it out, how they did it. And it says, but we're going to watch a couple videos and they're going to walk you through the videos as we watch it. And this stuff is just amazing. So we'll watch it and then we'll dive right into it. So hit that first one. What are we looking at here as we pull this up? Same basic thing. It uh, looks like the same Dropbox. Everybody, look at all those people doing the right thing. Waiting so they're to, waiting to waiting vote early. To vote in line. Right. Right. So this is a maroon dress woman or is this yeah. somebody else? Yeah. Yeah, I know that. Is that your mule? That's our that's mule. Her. So this is a mule. Mm -hmm. In front of everyone. Okay. Look, everybody's sitting there watching, like, what? So this What's is happening? right now as she opens it up. Oh, can't figure out to open up because they won't fit. Right. Felony at what point? After the first right there. one. Now it's a felony. So this is a felon. Three felons at one Dropbox, everybody. <laughs> I want you to think about that. One after the other. In the broad daylight. I mean, now you could also get driver's, you know, license plate info and stuff, right? Yes. So she, in broad daylight... While everyone else was watching, just violated Georgia law. Right. All right. And so this is, we'll, we'll let them narrate this, and we'll break these two videos down when, after we watch this one. Right SUV pulls up, middle of the day. What are we looking at here, guys? You're going to see a, uh, a, a voter get out, or a mule get, a mule out. get out. So this is a mule. This is one right. of your 2,000 that you've profiled? And yes. They, and they've got their ballots, and they walk up to the box. They, you can only fit a couple of ballots in at the same time. Is this the state of Georgia? Yeah. Yes. So you're not allowed to turn in more than one, right. unless it's for a close relative? That's correct. And he's trying to figure out how to even get them into the box, because he has so many, he can't fit them in the little, the little slot. So then he starts having to put them in one by one. Everybody's sitting there waiting on him. One. Now, this is illegal. illegal. Yep, right. Highly illegal to do this. Everyone right. passed that, that first one was illegal. Well, there, there is a... a possible in that he could have been an assistor, which would have meant he, he would have had um, a signed envelope that would have indicated that he was an assistor in that capacity. But through our open records, we confirmed that Gwinnett County had no assistors. Okay. So we tried to kick over, Good you know, for you. every, every Because that would have been the Washington Post, right? Absolutely. Hey, oh, could absolutely. have been an assistor. You're like, well, absolutely. no, we looked nope. into it. Okay. Uh, scroll down one more time. I think there's one more that's a little bit slightly long-winded. See the one that talked that right here. This it says 4.8 million. It's everywhere. Let's hit this one. Walk yeah. us through the numbers. Well, Dinesh and and in the movie they do a really good job of this, and they they do it in two two sort of ver uh, two separate ways. You want to kind of get into that, or do you want to wait for the movie to kind of roll? Well, down? I mean, I think that the, the the takeaway is I think when you when we look at what we know to be true in all of the states, the number of, of organizations, the number of mules. Uh, everything in combination um what we what we've gotten in testimony from how much people were being paid and so forth um the number breaks out to about seven percent of the mail-in ballots and that holds state to state now you're going to have some states that have less but some states that are overperformers in that same way 
And if you look at that just as a, as a quick sort of back of the napkin, it's 4.8 million votes. Nationwide. 4.8 million votes. Just in our target states. Just from what we know. Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin. Right. That many votes were trafficked? Or is that correct? Yes. That's, that's, a, serious, that's a serious operation. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Every, every one of these communities that's receiving money from these foundations that are doing this, they're all doing. They're all doing it. It's slightly different grift, but it's all the same thing. And who's stopping them? I mean, this is if, if the the one word I think that characterizes best 2020 is lawless. What do you think about that? 4.8 million. So, and so to recap for the people that that are just listening and obviously couldn't see that. You have a high-quality video image of, uh, that was just one ballot box, just two, two events, two people. So, and basically what, the, what they've done, we've talked about this before, but they're, they're starting to release more and more of this information because uh, True the Vote had to be, and still has to be for legal purposes and, and otherwise, to be able to do what they do, not release information. So there's this, you know, people have the the desire for immediate information so i'm and bear with me i'm going to go all over the place with this my brain's frazzled but they use the same technology they use to find the people that went into the capital cell phone pink technology it's not apparently it's not that that complicated to obtain it i guess it was expensive for them they spent the money to get it and so they're able to, to, to look at these ballot boxes and see what cell phones are routinely going back to them. So they, they hit this box and take a wild guess. In Georgia, in the Atlanta area, what politician's office these mules are going back to. They hit that, they go to this politician's office, and they go back. J.C. Abrams. Absolutely. Yeah. So you tell me. And that, that's just two people. And that, So that, the one woman had six, and I think the guy had nine. The woman had six, and the man had nine. And as you can see, he pulls up, which they blurred that purposefully, but they have the image of his license plate. They know who he is. They said that they knew who that woman was. So they know who these, a lot of these people are that are illegally dumping these ballots in. They're cheating. And they're getting, who are you getting paid by? And Mark Zuckerberg would be one. George Soros is not. That's that dirty money's flowing through those conduits in that way. It's absolutely stolen. Like I've always said, and like people with a brain know, and it's not because, like, oh, I'm a Donald Trump fan or I think Donald Trump's highly intelligent. I'm, I'm not saying that. But what he's saying is true. And it's obvious. Again, from a very basic standpoint, the mathematics never never worked out for what we're about to see more of what we look at every week with this the fake president. It's starting to make sense. But what, the, the thing that frustrates me is everybody that sees this, and tell me if you feel this way, nobody's going to do anything. No, nobody's going to do anything about it. And... <clears throat> which, and I agree, nobody is going to do anything about it because the, and we've talked about it before, because the people that are supposed to be on our side, the Republicans, they're, they're limp-wristed, milquetoast, they're, they're terrible, they're only good at losing ground. The thing that's amazing about this is that they're only covering one aspect of their cheating. This yeah. is only covering the mail-in ballots. Yes. This is, this is in no... As far as I know, this is in no way, shape, form covering the Dominion aspect of it and being connected to the internet and the the digital 
stealing of the election also. This is just covering people that are, what were they calling, mules that were dropping off too many ballots, which... There's a possibility that the electronic side had to coincide with the physical ballots. I'm not 100% sure because I've read that before. So I don't know if there's crossover there as far as the way they pass it off to make it look legitimate on voter rolls, X, Y, and Z. There's a lot of moving parts, and they didn't come up with this just overnight. Aspects of it were somewhat haphazard, but it it had planning because, dude, and like always, this is the opinion of me and just me, not the entirety of the show. So when you say when people watch this, nobody's going to do anything about it, are are you – being sarcastic because no, that's no, no, what no. everybody says no, or no, is that not, what I don't believe I don't necessarily believe that I just I I I, I, you, I may di- in some aspects disagree with Rex I, I um are you saying that because that's what you always hear I do hear that's that. what I, I always I'm hearing say. this when I show this video like I mean I've yeah, heard it, I've heard it from multiple people that. already yeah but the difference is this is unprecedented nobody's ever seen anything like this and so what's going to happen so one of the people that told me oh nothing's going to happen because it's going to be suppressed they'll try to suppress it but it's everybody's job to get this information out there and with a the dissatisfaction the misery index is a real number for the united states you state. think that these people on video are going to face legal repercussions for what they've done I, I don't know. I can't answer that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Probably. I mean, do you think these people that have actually it, committed felonies, it, multiple felonies, will face the same legal repercussions the, as the people that have entered? The, no, no, no. I do not. On but, January sixth. No, I don't. But the difference is, like we've talked about, and like like Dan Schultz talked about, until there's an organic, actual grassroots movement to retake the Republican Party at the, at the ground level and up, that's what it requires. It, look at what's happening to your country. It's one thing to sit around and bitch about this, dude, but look what the— look. Like I said before, the analogy of opening up a person, like you know that you have all these organs and they function this, you can read that they do that, but it's a different thing when, when you're watching like a— on TV when they're cutting somebody open to do a surgery on one of these, these shows, like it's, it's quite, it's for some people, at least that aren't used to it, it's a shocking thing to see the inner workings of a human body. You're looking at them dissecting the way they did this. And it's shocking in that same way. It's, it's disgusting and it's disturbing that y'all were able to pull this off, but you're able to pull this off because of the same complacency that I routinely talk about that has infected every aspect of American life. Therefore, the idea that nobody's going to do anything about it, Oh, no, none of the elected bureaucrats that have been grifting for years are going to do anything. You're correct, because it's up to the people. The people are going to have to have a groundswell reaction to this. This shit has got to stop. It can't continue or we won't have a country left. And when you think about the sacrifice of the people that left this behind for us to take, we've lived a very easy, complacent life. We've outlived the life expectancy of the founding fathers by double at this point of our lives. Sacrifice has got to be made. I'm not saying you have to necessarily be violent. This has to stop. It cannot be allowed to continue. So now Mark Zuckerberg is going to be hands off. So there's no there's no accusations, right? So you'll do a better job of trying to hide your money. They're trying to revamp COVID, repackage it as something new to try to do this again. At some point, it's like an unruly. You have to be told no. You bureaucrats are civil servants that work for us. We're not serfs, and you're not freaking kings. It's got to stop. So the idea that nothing can be done. That's false. Something could be done, but it's going to take, just like they had a multifaceted plan, we need the same thing. People have got to get, it's, it's imperative. It's not an option to not be involved anymore. And when, when people see this documentary, 
you have to spread it far and wide. Everybody, that means sending it out through your text, sending it out through emails, saturating your social media with it. It's just, it's a fact of life. And that, unfortunately, so the, the, the social media is controlled by the left. And that's how, this, that's how this was partially stolen. So when Rex is talking about just one aspect, yes, it, it, this is one of many aspects. Social, when you're talking about cheating and rigging, social media suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop. And that's just one, one piece of information they suppressed that that alone could have overcame this. You realize this. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys cheated that hard. They rigged this six ways from Sunday. They rigged this at every level. I mean, it was it's brilliant. But it's no different than what we talked about with the, the uh, woman from Undercover Mothers as far as the way they infiltrate what they've done there. Dude, the left is brilliant and crooked. They're, they're very cunning. They're disgusting and they're brazen. People, you got to, I'm not saying fight fire with fire, but you got to take the kid gloves off. People got to start swinging for the fences. This can't be allowed to continue. And so... And believe you me, I guarantee you what we're seeing right here is the absolute unequivocal sliver tip of the iceberg. Absolutely. It's so, just the beginning. Oh, it's only going to get way worse. And, and that's kind of what I've always thought because when, they, when they're when they always talking polling, the polling is always so close. It's always within one point or so. And we're seeing that with France right now. They're going through an election, and it's always, well, it's it's 51 to 49, you know. And, and, and I honestly don't believe that our country – I don't believe it as a people that it's split so evenly. I don't know that there's no, I, and and I don't know that France no. it would be split that evenly. I think that that 2020 would have been a landslide. I think that the the level of cheating yes. would would it had to have been massive, yeah, to to overcome. And it, I I can't believe that these people will win in 2024. I mean, as far as we're in a little over a year in, and and the I mean, every, everything everything that these people have touched is, I mean, it's gone off the rails. So um, Without a doubt, and the, which his polling numbers, it's it's a beautiful thing. It just gets worse and worse. But 12,500 in Fulton County decided the Georgia election, when you, so, and Gwinnett. And so when you see them doing that there, that was, so what I say, six and nine, I believe. Hmm? 15 total. Yeah, so just with, with two people, and you're talking about nationwide 2,000 multiple times because some of these people hit that box 40 times, and they're talking about how many times they did it in an hang evening. Hang on, hang on, slow down. Some people went to that box 40 times? Correct. Okay. So I heard you. Yeah. I just want to make sure yeah. people understand and, that. And you're going to see all this, dude, and that's why it's so important that, dude, everybody that's listening to this podcast needs to start telling people now about this film, dude, 2,000 Mules. And so people need to be waiting with bated breath to see this information, dude. And I think whenever this when this movie pops off, it's going to be ugly. I don't think people are going to take it laying down. I think it's going to get... I think it's going to get ugly. People are going to be pissed. And dude, he, they're, look at the way they're strategically placing this this far out from the you know or, you know from the midterms. People are dude. There's a this is my opinion, dude. There's a dark veil over this country. Everybody feels it. Everybody's stressed with with work and everything else. But I think the thing that really that 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 kicked this off was COVID, and then sub- subsequently a stolen election, and. By virtue of a stolen election, you have ridiculously horrific policy. Everybody's sick of it. There's there's no light at the end of the tunnel. It's abysmal. You've taken what was good. So it was going good. It was ch- like 
we're undoing Obama-era policy. We're being energy independent. The train is starting to move again. It's chugging, it's, it's gaining steam, and COVID happens. And th that's a whole nother rabbit hole of, of nonsense with COVID that we could talk for hours. And we're spending a lot of time on this, but I think this is important and it's fascinating, uh, albeit as evil as it is. It's, it, everything the left does, man, it's fascinating the way they operate, man. They're very, very calculated. And because they're so evil, they're evil genius, they're, they, they're terrible. And their foot soldiers are brazen, reckless, and they don't care. Obviously, when they're paying them good money to do that, it was X amount of, I can't remember, they, they mentioned it in here somewhere. Because they've questioned some of these people they've caught. So whether or not they'll face legal repercussions, I don't know. And I'm going to assume... We're going to assume that people are going to talk to save their own ass. So by the time 2024 rolls around, the, this information, like, and the media is going to do everything they can to do what they've always done. They're going to try to discredit. But for an example, look at CNN's numbers are in the tank. CNN Plus's numbers are in the tank. It's an abysmal, absolute, unequivocal, total, and complete failure. So people, at a minimum, Disseminate this information as far and wide as you possibly can. So this, uh, get involved. Like Dan Schultz said, become a precinct committeeman if you can. Get involved in the election process. Go to your Republican Party meetings. People have to take over their party from the ground up. This is not working. Dicking around with the same establishment-style, self-serving bureaucrats that we've done even at the local level for all these years that are inefficient and feckless and useless, get them gone. Get new people. Get... Get your neighbor. I don't know. Do something. This cannot continue. But does anybody else have any more thoughts on this reverse? So give me it. Give it to me, baby. Come on. Hit me. Um, it's just so irritating seeing this that they went to this level to cheat, and I don't need. It's just mind blowing right now. Just even listening to this stuff. And, and when you look at the ferocity that the, that the people that spoke out against this that merely walked in the Capitol. It's the people's capital anyway, are treated in such a way when the this is the real actual criminality. So they clutch their pearls. Oh my God, democracy was at stake. It was right there on the edge and AOC um, almost got raped. And they already screwed democracy when they did this. So, Amen to that. But that's our election fraud special <laughs> for this week. Uh, I could go on for hours. So speaking of that, what do we have next? Americans want Trump back in 2024, including a whopping one in five Democrats. Is anybody here surprised? No. 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 And that's what I was saying before. Like, I, dude, I, the level of cheating that had to happen, because I can't find a Democrat anymore. Yeah. I, all of these people, these 80 some odd million people that came out to vote for It's Biden. 81. And Kamala. Yeah. You got to be, got to include Kamala. And, and Kamala. I can't, dude, I can't find not one of them. I mean, honest to God, like, I don't run into one, like, you... you <laughs> I've heard about I, him. It's like Sasquatch. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I can't... You don't see him at the store. Like, you, you don't run into him at the gas pumps. Like, nobody's saying anything. I so, saw I saw a uh, a uh, bull dyke with Trump sticker on the back of a truck. I can't believe it wasn't... In this area, in this region, I can't believe it didn't have key marks all over it, but it was a young uh, college student bull dyke. But honestly, like... It, they get away with that because most of the time, I believe that Trump supporters, like Trump voters, are adults. Yeah, they're adults, and they're like these people have a lot more to lose because they're working class people. Like, I don't want to key your vehicle and then end up having to suffer repercussions from doing it. Yeah, because 
of a stupid sticker because it makes no difference anyway. Like you're obviously an idiot. Yeah. So and and I, like I don't want to go. Don't want to go to jail. Don't want to have to purchase a. You know I don't want to have to pay a lawyer. I don't want to have to go through yeah. any kind of the the legal rigmarole yeah. that goes along with and it. Your car is so, already a crap box, and you're a fat piece of fat to begin with. So yeah. So I mean, why even bother? So yeah, have your sticker. Be an idiot. Whatever, and keep. Yeah, and and if you think that you made the right decision, and that you, you think paying more for fuel, paying more at the grocery store, paying more for for meat and eggs and and anything else that goes along with it, having higher inflation, having the wide open borders, like if and if you think all of that stuff is is worthwhile, having an absolute garbage pullout of freaking Afghanistan that costs thirteen service members their lives, and Probably, you know, we're on the verge of being in World War Three, which no one wants. Uh, and if you think you did the right thing, then t- you're an idiot. War is good now for the left. So new data shows 42% of Americans want Donald Trump back in office in 2024. The number is 40%, 14 points higher than those who want Biden back, 28%. Another 27% told Rasmussen reports they would prefer somebody else other than the 2020 competitors. Ask if... Joe Biden's presidency has been good or bad for the long-term success of the United States. 52% said bad, while just 34% said it had been good. Did those people remain in California? Because I think the rest of them came here. 11% (laughs) said Biden's presidency has not made much of a difference to America's long-term fortunes. They're idiots, too. While 66% of Republicans said they wanted Trump back, just 57% of Democrats said they wanted Biden in 2024, with almost double the number of Democrats, 19%, picking Trump over Republicans who chose Biden, 10%. Support for the pair is equally shared amongst moderates, 33% each, with another 32% of moderates picking somebody else. The news comes as Washington Post published a new inter- published a new interview with former President Trump from his home in Mar-a-Lago, asked about gas prices. Trump remarked, now it's a hard situation. What they should do is lower the price of oil because you need money to fight wars. At $150 a barrel and going up to more, you look... You look at it, it's going up to numbers that nobody has ever seen. It's already the highest it's ever been in history. The first thing they should do is lower the price of oil by using the liquid gold we have underneath our feet. Asked about his 2024 competitors, Trump said, if I ran, I can't imagine they'd want to run. Some out of loyalty would have had a hard time running. I think that most of those people and almost every name you mentioned is there because of me in some cases because I backed them and endorsed them. You know Ron was at 3% and the day I endorsed him, he won the race. And so... The uh, Mike Pence will run for sure. That that dirtbag backstabbing sack of doo-doo, he'll run. And Trump will run too. Which, I mean, Mike Pence won't garner any... Well, I mean, the establishment, like the Liz Cheney, uh, Kinzinger, Mitt Romney establishment, Mitch McConnell, they'll, they'll back Pence for sure. Uh, they'll push him really hard. But all the good it'll do. Push him off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> So because of the actions we've taken to address uh, Putin, the Putin price hike, we are in a better place than we were last month. Um, but we expect March CPA, CPI headline inflation to be extraordinarily elevated due to Putin's price hike. And we expect a large difference between core and headline inflation reflecting the global disruptions in energy and food markets. I think that's core infl- inflation does. Yeah, that we don't. Is that enough? I feel like that was enough. Yeah, that's plenty. Like, yeah, you yeah. don't get to you don't get Kamala privilege. It's Putin's price hike. This Still, is, this is Putin's price hike. This has yeah. nothing to do with the White House. It has nothing to do with Biden. Yeah, and you know the, the and this was like a, a Quinnipiac poll, a, a leftist poll, as far as how many people believe 
the in, the, in that stupid ass term, the Putin's price hike. Any guesses? It's a single digit. I'll tell you that. Seven percent. Six. Really? Six percent of people are buying that garbage. Wow. So insane that six percent even believes it. Yeah. Well. And somebody there's <laughs> somebody got arrested for one of those uh, stickers. The uh, I yeah, did that I saw that. Me. Did you see that? No, I didn't. <laughs> I, guess I did he, see that. He, he, he got tackled, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally, he got tackled. I don't have that video. Arrested for what? <laughs> Vandalism, because, which I think he put like a clear substance on it. Like, yeah. like I, is that like what you put on the car? Like, what they co- like coat clear? clear coat. Is that what it is? Yeah. I don't know anything about paint, but uh, yeah. So I just thought you put hairspray on top of it. It would probably work. Yeah, I mean, but hair, would hairspray make it hard to peel it off? I have no idea. I mean, I have a lot of hair. I just don't use hairspray. I know. I use gel. <laughs> what do they call that? The, the wax? What's it? Brazilian wax? I do that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Reverso loves it. He loves the thought. Uh-huh. Uh, you, you do. You know, has, has anybody uh-huh. here seen him smile like that the before? The thought that he would say that is what's funny. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. the uh, and every, So, this was preceding the uh, official numbers coming out about inflation. So, they were trying to get in front of the curve. And if we had allowed her to continue, which we're not going to, because this is our show and we do what we want. We don't have to listen she's to She's about to take her wig off. <laughs> yeah, she's so gross. She'll be gone soon. And hopefully that sexy black lady will take over. You know the one, right? <laughs> what? I'm not talking about Whoopi Goldberg. Come on, man. Okay. Google Google Assistant Press Secretary, so I can get made fun of. Oh, my goodness. Or don't, whatever. We already know who you're talking about. We've seen the lady. We're ahead of schedule tonight. Yeah. Are we really? No. Because <laughs> 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 I, I thought he was serious for a second. I was like, wait a minute, for sure? Anyway. Well, anyway. Anyway. That brings us to our first special. Is it segment. that time? No, that time already. It is not. It's not. <laughs> it's only the time for the adults are back in charge. Yeah. So calm down. Everybody gets so excited. And you can email us at info at bcblpodcast And you can call next next Friday on four twenty two twenty two. 7 to ten p.m. Eastern time five six one three six three six zero six zero to be part of the show. Stop being shy. Call in. We had a ton of people call in for our one one year anniversary. What's the yeah, dealio? Yeah. Call in. Talk trash to Rex. Tell him you don't like the show. See what he has to say. Argue with him. I'd love to hear you argue with Reverso. Yeah. I am not argumentative. I don't look. I'm a pacifist. I am a lover, not a fighter. Right. Okay. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Call in and argue with us. Do something. You know what I mean? Okay. This week and the adults are back in charge. You already know who it's going to be. Do we have a theme song for that yet? I, I no, it's not gonna be a theme song. I'm gonna have an opening. Um, Should it be like Barney or something? No, no, no. Uh, it'll be a compilation. It'll be good. Okay. We just, that's, I, I gotta, I gotta find it, and then we gotta put it on there. Uh, so, th- look, I'm just gonna let Kamala do the talking, and I would like everybody if you're if you're at work listening, stop what you're doing. She's about to impart some, and like, listen, wisdom like this just doesn't walk down the street and freaking hit you in the face. Like, this is once-in-a-lifetime level intelligence here. Newton, Tesla, Einstein. Who else? Anybody? (laughs) Well, Paris, obviously. (laughs) Let's just... And listen, 
we can listen to this as long as you want to listen to it because this woman is a fountain of articulation. I mean, it's just, it's a fountain of, of beautiful speech, coherent, non-pill-induced <laughs> speech. So, and it's, and it's not pill-infused speech. So, let's, let's, just, let's just listen. And listen, let me say it like this. If you if you think the level of Kamala that we're doling out is too short, send us an email and say we need more Kamala. If you think it's too long, plant tulips. Inflation, you should be coming here with so many great things to talk about. Record numbers of jobs, historic low unemployment, the measures you're talking about to unionize. Mm -hmm. But we know that the headlines also are about 8.5% inflation. A lot of people go to the store don't feel that their wages are going as far as they want them to, then they get mad at the gas station. They're focusing a lot of that mm -hmm. on the White House. And you've talked about mm -hmm. pandemic, you've talked about supply chain and uh, Ukraine, mm -hmm. but they're still putting that anger with the administration. Mm -hmm. What do you say to them? Well, first of all, I acknowledge one must acknowledge um, that prices are going up. And Can you pause that? that People are working hard. Does, does it, people here are familiar with the song from Don McLean, American Pie. No. Bye-bye, no. Mrs. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So there's like a whole big thing about trying to dissect exactly what that song means because he never would say what all the references are about. Some are obvious, some are not. And so people will hone in on just like a portion of a verse and like, well, this is going on at this time and it's making reference to this that happened in music or politically, whatever. Did you hear what she just said? I mean, this is that, pro this is that level of profound. This is, this, I mean. She acknowledges what one must acknowledge. You have to acknowledge that you have to acknowledge. Or, I mean, dude, break Which, that. I mean. <laughs> Which me, I'm still sitting back here looking at this freaking idiot bimbo wearing her stupid black mask like COVID is still a thing. Like, take your mask off, for one, so that we can hear. Like, I mean, just because you're such a mushmouth idiot, I need to I need to be able to see your mouth so that I can lip-read all of the nonsense that's pouring out that hole in the front of your face. Well, dude, again, like I said, we don't have to agree. And I, I hate the mask because it's interrupting the supply of sheer, unadulterated, concentrated, high-level intelligence that's spilling like a cascade from her beautiful, smart mouth. Sorry. I just wanted to talk about what she's... <laughs> you have to realize that you have to realize. Okay. You have to put gas in your car to put gas in your car. You got to swallow. If you got a gun drink water, you got to swallow. I mean, dude... <laughs> And I'm only able to say things that are that smart. And look, if you're going to go somewhere, you just put one foot right in front of the other one. How did you do that? See, like, we are, I, I'm going to tell you this. Since we started doing this podcast and listening to her, we've become a lot smarter. It's because he put one word after the other. Exactly. <laughs> and in many cases are worried about whether they can get through the end of the month and make it all work. So that is why our administration has paid a particular priority to the various facets of, of, of people's needs and their lives. So for example, we then extended the child tax credit, which is essentially a tax cut to help parents with the expenses of parenting such as childcare. 
that is why we have paid attention to what we need to do to bring down the cost of prescription drugs. Our advocacy is about saying that when we're uh -huh. looking at, for example, uh -huh. folks who need penicillin, people with diabetes, they shouldn't have to pay hundreds of dollars a month. They shouldn't have to pay more than $35 a month. Dollars. We are looking at the priorities for that people have in terms of child care saying that folks shouldn't have to pay more than 7% of their income Okay, in child care. I, I think that's These about, and, and I'm not trying to disparage our listeners, but, like, that's a lot to take in. So, I mean, there's homework to do to break that down. I mean, that's that's some professor stuff. Like, she's... Which she's an absolute idiot. Like You've yeah, been he, taken to it, school, college. <laughs> If, if you didn't already know, she's an absolute idiot. But honestly, that's probably one of the most coherent things that she said as of late. Like, I, I mean, it didn't really understand it. Even. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, and here's the thing, dude. They're asking you about inflation. We don't need a recap of what our ales are. The reporter just said it. Everybody knows it. You this you are so stupid. What's the analogy of the turtle that's sitting on the fence post? You don't know how it got there, but you just know it doesn't belong there and it didn't get there on its own. This is amazing. But hey, thank you to Kamala for being such a brain surgeon because it it really is good for this segment of our show. The adults are back in charge. I'm sorry, I think I may have interrupted you. Verso, I'll see your clip, and I'm going to raise you this clip. Don't ever, for any reason, do anything to anyone, for any reason, ever, no matter what, no matter where or who or who you are with or, or where you are going or, or where you've been, ever. For any reason whatsoever. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> I won't ever do anything to anyone. Ever. <laughs> like you're, there's words coming out and you're not saying, you're not saying anything. Stop, you can't do that. Like you can't do that. I would like to see her on like Jeopardy or something. It's word salad again. Yeah. So but listen, we are not done at all. And we're not even done with her. Boom. We got more. Jeopardy, she would end up being like that skit where <laughs> that SNL version of it where somebody was dressed up like Sean Connery and then somebody dressed up like a, a God, what was it? The dude that played uh, in band, Smokey and the Bandit, Burt Reynolds. But Burt Reynolds put on that big stupid hat and he changed his name to Turd Ferguson. <laughs> like that's basically Kamala. <laughs> she would, she'd just be standing up there in a big stupid hat with <laughs> Turd Ferguson. <laughs> Who did that? Was that you? No. <laughs> Dude, you can't be doing that. Did you snort? That's no. terrible. You should be ashamed of yourself. Definitely wasn't me. Listen, this, it, I, let me look at my notes. Okay, yeah, this is a two for Tuesday. Although it's not, it's not Tuesday. <laughs> it's not Tuesday. <clears throat> so we're doing a two for. If that wasn't enough, Kamala, we're doubling down. 
So this is her accent. Check this accent out. Of being able to have that resource, knowing that unlike for some of us, the thing of Encyclopedia Britannica is a thing of a long time ago. And now the kids need to be online to help get their homework done. Broadband wire, why do we care about that? We're going to lay it across the country because we know that our seniors might need the benefit of telemedicine if it's too far to get to a hospital. Our small business owners need access to high-speed broadband to run those small businesses that are part of what fuels America's economy. But all that work, so much of it, will be done by highly skilled workers outside. So it's a real issue. And then there are other jobs it's a real created issue. by the infrastructure. She's always talking about the realness of the issue, that, which is great. She has, right. It's so real, she has to tell you constantly that it's a real issue, that you have to acknowledge that you acknowledge that the issue is real. I'm but glad it's done by workers outside. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad she told us that they're laying wire across the country from outside. I wonder how they were going to do that. <laughs> they were going to dig a hole indoors. <laughs> And just expand the indoors all the way across the country. Throw it from one rooftop to the other. <laughs> well, she sounds extra peeled out. Oh, that, that dude, absolutely. Dude, did you see her hand? The, the way her hand was contorted, it looked like. Uh, did you see the vein popping yes. out from her neck? Yeah. Guess who's next? And the adults are back in charge. I sure hope it's more Kamala. I'm sorry. I, I Listen, I told you it was a twofer. I'm sorry. I wish there was more. And the look on your face <laughs> says that you don't really actually want more Kamala. You look pretty pained. Need more Kamala? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're going to have to wait. I, I promise you this. Need more. <laughs> there will be. I promise you she will deliver. If she talks, and last week, in your absence for this section, I didn't have a Kamala section. I just informed people that I know she said something stupid and just rely on me that she said something dumb. We just <laughs> didn't have time or yeah. didn't look it up. So, oh, yeah, so this happened. A uh, a, bird, a bird pooped on a piece of poop. So, have you seen this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So everybody by now has probably seen the video of Joe Biden with the uh, bird crap landing on his jacket. We're just going to watch it real quick anyways because it's funny. Have you seen it? I just watched it uh, right before we started, and I, I actually saw that his eyes cut over, so he must have been juiced up before this. I'd like to buy that bird a beer. <laughs> I'd like to buy that bird. A lot of that has to do with this. <laughs> oh, I got on the flag. That's not good. Just had a chance to see uh, the work you do here and turn more than 40 Can you start that over? Local corn into 130 million eyes. I'd oh, like I think you just got some local corn, dude. About <laughs> <laughs> yeah. being made in America. A lot of that has, has to do with this industry. I just had a chance I to see. I think uh, I just had a chance. A, I think I just got pooped on. Hey, wait a minute. <clears throat> local corn into Go back one more time. Million gallons of ethanol a year. About <laughs> being made in America. A lot of that has to do with this industry. <laughs> it's too good. To see, uh, Dude, if that would have hit his face. Turn more than 40 yeah. million bushels of local corn into 130 million gallons of ethanol a year. And now you can't focus on anything made. else. Do you remember when the, when they were doing the debates, the presidential debates, and, the Pence, and Pence had the ply in his hair for like 20 minutes? 
and you can't even focus on anything the guy's saying now. And, and same way with Biden right here. Like, you've got a turd on your shoulder, and now I can't focus on anything. <laughs> well, I, it's hard I mean, to focus on anything more Harris says anyway. Yeah, I mean, you're an idiot to begin with, and I wasn't focused on anything you said. I was, you know, just kind of gazing <laughs> around I was the looking room, at, and it, now it, I'm just looking at the turd on your shoulder. <laughs> like, anytime I don't that, know they, why. My eyes are just drawn to it now. It's when they talk, problem. I'm just like... <laughs> So your head's just bobbling up, like, like trying to follow this yeah, crazy was, rabbit trail of nonsense. Yeah, I was face down <coughs> drooling in a pillow, and then I saw that. <laughs> oh, that was definitely the most exciting thing that happened in that speech. I think you're very relaxed. Lastly, in uh, this week at Adults and Back, the adults are back in charge. Diane Feinstein, who Rex loves because she was so instrumental in the original assault weapons band, and Rex loves assault weapon bands. Yes, this, she's, a, <laughs> she's a big two A advocate. This is the. Uh, SanFranciscoGate.com. Diane Feinstein's mental capabilities are, quote, getting worse, unnamed Democrat senator says. <clears throat> and, dude, who would imagine that this great-great-grandmother, who nobody knows how she's still alive by looking at her. You, this is weekend at Bernie stuff here. Like, you look like a walking <laughs> corpse. It's terrible. Have they? Can you embalm somebody while they're still alive? Because look, it looks like what happened. I think Bill Gates figured out how to do it. Probably so. A major San Francisco Chronicle report has raised new concerns over California Senator Dianne Feinstein's mental fitness as she enters her fourth decade, think about that, in office. Among the concerning exchanges, one unnamed California member of Congress who had known the longtime political titan for at least 15 years had to reintroduce himself to her multiple times during an hour-long conversation. Compared to a few years ago, this member of Congress told the Chronicle Feinstein lacked the detail-oriented and commanding presence that she was once known for around the Capitol. She was an intellectual and political force not that long ago, and that's why my encounter with her was so jarring. She was also somebody that was such a quote-unquote political powerhouse and all those glowing things you just said that she had a 20-year driver that was a Chinese spy. Yes, uh, and, and just to put it in perspective, Diane Feinstein was born in 1933, Disgusting. Uh, so, <clears throat> I mean, it, it, wow. This is why we have to have term limits. Yeah, she's literally can, a, she mean, could be a great great grandmother. Yes, I that can. wasn't a joke. Yeah. Another Democratic senator put it bluntly: "It's bad. It's getting worse." They said the Chronicle spoke with four anonymous senators who expressed concerns over Feinstein's mental state. That said, many high-profile colleagues, including Virginia Senator Tim Kaine, who was the vice presidential loser for Hillary Clinton in 2016, by the way, and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, another dirtbag that should be long gone and is in full-fledged mental decline, went to bat for Fe imagine that went to bat for Feinstein on the record of the Chronicle with Pelosi condemning the concern as "quote ridiculous." Ridiculous attacks that are beneath the dignity in which she has led and the esteem in which she has held. In whose eyes would, I mean, in your eyes only, you freaking goofy dingbat drunk bimbo. Yeah, I can't. When I when I think of Feinstein or Nancy Pelosi, I don't think of dignity or esteem. Stephen no, pile of crap. Yeah, that's, Re remember the the interview with Nancy Pelosi where she's like, "Good morning, it's Sunday." <laughs> like just yeah, in the good middle morning, of the Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So we, I really don't need your take on who is mentally stable and who is not. To be sure, Feinstein's decline has been well documented, most notably in a New York report. I'm sorry, in a New Yorker report from 2020, following an incident with Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey, who tried to molest her. Well, I thought that's what I was going to say. Sorry, Jack Dorsey, in which he seemingly repeated a question with the same cadence and inflection. Feinstein declined to be interviewed by the Chronicle. Big shocker. So, yeah. what's going? You were saying something about yeah. Elon Musk. What's going on yeah. with him? So, no, with he, Twitter. Yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out. Twitter. Like, yeah. So uh, he uh, made an offer to Twitter 
to uh, purchase the company for $43 billion. It was a cash offer, too, yeah. right? And then um, he also kind of came at him and told him that if uh, they didn't accept his offer, that he would sell his 10% of, of the shares of the company that he has in Twitter and basically tank their stocks. Yeah. What, and what'd they say? Uh, well, they are, you know, they're, the board's going to review and see what's best for the company and themselves. But, I mean, basically, and the, the libs and the left and the Democrats are in such a panic about free speech coming back and uh, making a comeback that the, the this is a shocker. Now, this has happened today after he made his announcement that he wanted to buy Twitter. The Biden DOJ launches a federal investigation of Elon's other company, of course, which is Twitter, or not Twitter, I'm sorry, Tesla, to give the Twitter board an excuse to turn down what's obviously a smart bid for them to take. So they're just going to pull up dirt on him. So so and that propaganda outlet is too valuable yeah. to lose. So Which, and I'm still on the fence about Elon Musk. I said that, yeah. I said that yeah. earlier today. I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm not completely sold on the idea that the guy's just an absolute conservative. No. If he's an advocate for free speech, man, more power to him. Sure. Uh, but I just I don't know. I know people that have completely they're 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 all in on the idea that that guy's a he's an absolute conservative and that he's a godsend no. and he may be no. I don't know. I, I, but I, I just I mean I, that guy's got too many dealings with China to be to be full fledged on an America First bandwagon. Which is is he South African? What is he? Yeah, I think he was born in South Africa. Yeah. yeah. Well, does anybody know that that's what he wants to do? if he was to be able to purchase the company, was turn it back into... Uh, free speech, yes, he does. And he said that? Yes. Interesting. He says right. free speech is too valuable for it to be run the way it's run right now. On, yeah. Good on for Twitter. him. I agree with that. Somebody that's willing to spend that much money in the name of free speech, I agree with that for sure. I, I, don't, I don't know that I, that's going to form my opinion of him in its totality, but I know there's a lot of people that are big fans of that guy. I don't I don't know. To me, I don't understand the, the worship factor with so many of these people... Just people, dude. Yeah, I I don't understand that either. Yeah, but uh, but it's insane that um, that amount of money is just bananas for something like that. He was he bought his shares. They said for thirty eight dollars a share. He's offering to pay fifty four dollars a share now for the what the rest of the company. So interesting. Yeah, yeah, it it is almost double. I wonder what was what what the deal is with the Truth Social because that that like they're having the people sign up and it was too many people trying to get onto it. Yeah, they had a waiting list and stuff, right? Yeah, so yeah. I don't I don't know what the latest on that is. I don't know either about that. I'm not sure. Well, I don't know how long we've been running. It seems like it's been a while, and we got a lot for uh, our special segment, so we may not hit them all. <laughs> Are we ready? I'm ready. Let's get ready for this week in the idiot cross dressing and confused mind. Perfect Democrat, no job, wacky! <laughs> Give me a little Michael Buffer there. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Beat that, Stan. <laughs> First grade teacher records an identity share Zoom call with K through two grades where he spoke about being trans. When babies are born, the doctor looks and makes a guess on whether the baby is a boy or a girl. Sometimes the doctor is wrong. If they're right, the baby is cisgender, whatever this means. 
This is a minute and 39 seconds. It's a lot to listen to. Can we go over that one more time? Can you read Oh, he's going to explain it. No, I, I want to look. because okay. So when the babies are born, the doctor looks and makes a guess. Yeah, it's just a guess. So I'm... Which I know they had to guess when you were born. It's like, I think it's a penis. I don't... Maybe... I don't know. They might be testicles. Maybe, maybe not. I'm on the fence. So I'll tell you what. Bring him back in six weeks. Probably know for sure. Oh, dude. Okay. So, I mean... Yeah, they just. But, but listen, <laughs> while we're since, <laughs> they're sitting around. Since around. we're talking about it, <laughs> okay, you got me. You yeah, got me. they okay. just flip a coin. It's and <laughs> tails. It's a boy. <laughs> I can't. Listen, your explanation is good. His is better. These are the people that they're the advocates for science. I don't know we're what this. Is. So this is a biological female. This, yeah. Well, yeah, dude, get, real science is full of guesswork. That's, everybody knows that, dude. Like, can we, launch, can we launch this damn thing to the moon? I, I guess. <laughs> well, should we put this trajectory in? <laughs> sure. Your guess is as good as mine. Do it. <laughs> See what happens. Yeah, let's give her a go. That is science, folks. Let's listen to some real science. Well, first, this, this is obviously wants to be a male. This is a female trying to be a male, I guess. I watch it, and I do not know. This is a female? You watch it and figure I, it out. I'm, I'm it, completely... It, it'll tell right you now. what it thinks it is. And something something cool about me, Miss Hammond? All right. All right. So something that's really cool and unique about who I am is that I am transgender. So we touched a little bit about that at the beginning of this week uh, in the book that Miss Hammond read, but I'm going to give you my explanation about what it means to be transgender as well. So when babies are born, the doctor looks at them and they make a guess about whether the baby is a boy or a girl based on what they look like. And most of the time that guess is 100% correct. There are no issues whatsoever. Um, and, but sometimes the doctor is wrong. The doctor makes an incorrect guess. Um, when the doctor makes a correct guess, that's when a person is called cisgender. When a doctor's guess is wrong, that's when they are transgender. So I'm a man. But when I was a baby, the doctors told my parents I was a girl. And so my parents gave me a name that girls typically have and bought me clothes that girls typically wear. Um, and until I was 18 years old, everyone thought I was a girl. And this was super, super uncomfortable for me because I knew that wasn't right. Um, the way I like to describe it is like wearing a super itchy sweater. Um, the longer you wear it, the itchier it gets, and the only way to make the itching stop is to have everyone see and know the person that you really are. So when I was 18, I told my family and my friends that I'm really a boy, and it was like this huge weight had been lifted off of my shoulders, and I had the freedom to be who I truly am. And even though this experience is super challenging sometimes, um, I am it made me the person I am, and I'm super proud to be transgender. And so that's a lot of supers. Yeah, that's just super. And and even though you super think you're a dude, you're, you're a still girl. super having your period. Yes, <laughs> because and you're still a super girl. What? And I'll tell you what else you're doing, <laughs> or or not doing rather. You're not dominating men's sports. Yeah, that's, I, not that's just not either. that's not happening. You're not climbing into the octagon with other men. <laughs> no, the uh, the thing that that just immediately stood out to me is like something cool about who I am, who you are is irrelevant. If you're supposed to be teaching kids, it doesn't matter. Like, dude, 
I remember my, my seventh grade English teacher, Mr. Nelson, was probably the best teacher I ever had. A very stoic individual. Didn't really talk much. This is the work. Like, kind of, he's a good teacher. I did good in his class because he gave you the freedom to write and, and kind of be creative and stuff like that with the assignments. But you didn't know nothing about him. You didn't, like, you mess around, you get sent out. That's it. He'll send you to the dean's office, do your work, and shut the shut up, you know? So, it's irrelevant. Like, the best teachers, you did, in my experience, the best teachers, I didn't know a whole lot about them, didn't need to know a lot about them because it's irrelevant and unimportant to teaching. So, if, if you need to convey, if, if you need to teach me how to uh, fix a, a cylinder head or put a head gasket on a V8, I don't need to know anything about you. Yeah. I need to know how to do this job. I need to know what the machining process is, how to how to take a straight edge and look at the and see if this head is warped, what type of gasket I need to use. Is it an overboard gas? You know, X, Y, and Z, all these different factors. I don't need to know anything about you. I don't need to know that who you'd like to have sex with. All this stuff's irrelevant. And so that infusion of this sick stuff to these kids that we always talk about that is so prevalent – in culture these days, and we talked about it with uh, our guest on Thursday, how some of this is occurring. Yeah, nobody, yeah. nobody needs to know who you are. There should never be a premium on who you are as a teacher. Now, as a parent, I need to know who you are, and we talked about that. People need to scour their social media to find out these freaking fruitcakes like this that well, aren't this around guy, your kids. The, well, this this wacko <laughs> needs to be sitting in a room alone. Like you, And I mean, honestly, if if you're able to... And if you're not, and if you're not, if and do we've talked about it ad nauseum, people being saddled with with debt. And to me, it goes along with this right here because if you're not saddled with debt, you can say, you know what, I'm pulling my kid out of that school, and I'm I'm enough's doing it. Enough. I'm doing it today. Like we're gonna homeschool our kid. Yeah, enough's enough. This is this is the the transgender straw that broke the camel's back. So like. And you know what? Like financial freedom to me is the ultimate freedom. So yes. you, I mean, it's freedom of it. It opens up your world as far as having choices. Your freedom of choice to not be saddled with stinking debt, mm-hmm. to where you're tied to a job that you have to have because you need to pay for your things. Mm-hmm. And I, to me, if if that was if that was the world we lived in, this person would be sitting in a classroom with absolutely no kid. You wouldn't have any kids to teach. Like, why why would you put your kid? Why would you subject your kid to that? Why would you put your kid in front of this guy for him or girl, whatever, right. whatever? This is this at a private school? No. Um, uh-huh. No. Okay, and and then it's like, okay, so at eighteen, why did you have to wait till eighteen? I mean, obviously, I know the answer to that, but. And then, so you suddenly became a man. So you just are able to become a man. You didn't have to take any kind of medication for it you, to grow hair on your face. You So you can just become who you want to be without any kind of assistance, without any kind of medical assistance. You can just become whoever you want to be. Well, dude, um, <laughs> if you want to take hormones and say you're a guy, dude, it's a free country, like, I don't do what you want. I don't need to hear about it. Um, if you're if you're working next to me, I, dude, I no thanks. I don't want to hear about that, man. Like get away. Like you're you're weird. You're turned off. I'm turned off by your weirdness. Please leave me alone. But you can't. You, you'd have no business around kids. That's that's the reality. Like you you have a mental problem, and, if, and like that's. I think you talked about that a few weeks ago, Rex. As far as people looking like a liability or being a liability when they show up to a to put in an application for employment. Who would sign up for this? Why are the schools so willing to sign on to this type of psychosis? It's very, very peculiar, but 
I, I'll just reiterate what I already said, man. Like that, nobody needs. If, look, I would have thought you were just like a twenty-two-year-old guy. That's what it kind of. I mean, that's what it looks like to me, like a twenty-two-year-old dude. Like, yeah. so yet you, you haven't been doing this very long. You said at eighteen, and you're not very. You're you can't be more than twenty-two years old, I would guess. <clears throat> nobody, but so. If you just did your job and you were good at your job, nobody would know and nobody would care. But see, that's not what you perverts want to do. That's not what you're there for. You're not there to teach. And it's so much so obvious now. And everybody sees it. And everybody's like people are people are starting to do something about it. People yeah. are starting to spread information and be aware of it. Hence the reason this is even here with this type of availability, because people are disseminating this so that people will be aware of it. It's disgusting. Yeah. Nobody needs to know anything about you. But the thing and like where these people are showing up at. It's not by coincidence. You're not showing up in factories. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You're you're not showing up in mechanic shops. Like, you're not part of the labor <laughs> union. You're not out there bending conduit. You're not electricians. You're always... They're part of like, the NAB2 in ABTU. <laughs> they yeah. are, because we saw that. Yeah. They had... Yeah. <laughs> I think that was last week. But yeah. Anyway, there there was a, a, a tranny union thing, because Joe Biden wanted to go to war with them. Yeah. It was great. You missed it. See, yeah. you miss a lot of stuff when you're not here. Uh-huh. What was that? Uh, we even started on time. That didn't happen. <laughs> the uh, what? What's what? <laughs> so next up on this week in idiot cross dressing, confused moron, Demo- pervert, Democrat, nut job, wackos. <sighs> this is also uh, from the libs of tip- TikTok, Twitter, and I think that the uh, undercover mother we had on the Thursday show, um, she referenced. I believe she referenced this specific video, and uh, this is I. I'm assuming this is a biological female i don't know it's got green hair stupid looking glasses and it's in a classroom and it's doing like the edited cut like the cuts like we've seen with so many of the other pretentious pervert teachers that like to push the uh lgbtqia plus p a agenda onto children again just like i said a teacher not an electrician yes (laughs) not a factory worker yeah that's not where these people i don't know i can't i I mean they're obviously not good at this either they're sickos but i i can't I just can't. Let's 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 listen to it. Hi, I'm a queer teacher, and I 1,000 percent do not support this bill. And oh, okay. Yes, pause I do that. Know pause that. Pause that. Bill in itself is just another. It's, 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 it's referencing. God. It's referencing the the Florida uh, anti grooming bill. Oh. Yeah, and it's a guy. That's that's a guy. It started over at the beginning because he a thousand percent super. It has an Adam's apple. Yeah, it's a dude. All right, you ready? Hi, I'm a queer teacher, and I 1,000% do not support this bill. And yes, I do know what's in it. The bill in itself is just another way to stigmatize the LGBTQ plus community. Kids as young as three and four are actually aware of their gender identity, even if they don't have the language for it. So very aware of who they like and who they don't like. Heterosexuality is pushed on our kids on a daily basis at a very young age. Media, through books, the first Disney movie that you saw say that pre-k through third grade are not ready for such topics is actually internalized homophobia and transphobia we're very much ready for these topics and are way more accepting than adults when it comes to discussing these topics we can talk about gender gender assumptions pronouns all the things and it is child development appropriate and age appropriate it's literally created as just another means to other queer people basically say that us existing is not normal hi it's not so, so that's a dude yeah. trying to act like a lesbian. And yeah. here's the thing. Like, if you can have kids, you teach them that stuff. 
you teach them all that that nonsense you want to. But everybody else's kids, like everybody else that actually had children, like through a heterosexual relationship, you don't need to be worried about what their children, how, how age appropriate is for anyone else's children. They're not your children. It's not your decision. No, absolutely. And the thing is, like, this, it, this guy, this guy just said, you know, when they're in third grade or whatever, those kids are old enough to know what they like, who they like and don't like. He said by three years old. Yeah. And you know what? I've decided who I like and don't like. I don't much care for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's homophobic. No, well, teaching your now, kids. Now, what if a three-year-old's like, yeah, but I don't, this three-year-old boy's like, yeah, I don't like little Tommy, dude. He's uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm more into Sally. Homophobe. For sure. I mean, honestly. Yeah, like, that's, that's by their rhetoric. Yeah, absolutely. By their measuring stick. Little three-year-old homophobic, like little homophobic builder running around in preschool. <clears throat> I would like to have the devil's advocate on because he's good at being a devil's advocate. Like, dude, could you break this down and try to see what the counter argument be that would be? Like, I, uh, and I don't know that anybody could. I'm just saying he's he, he's better at it than I am trying to figure out maybe like <laughs> what other what other people. Uh, or thinking because I'm because I'm trying to do it myself. Like there's there's no rational explanation for this aside from wanting to molest children. You're a child molester. <laughs> it's true. I mean, it really it's true. is. You're like, a child molester. Yeah. Like you're a great. So are you saying <laughs> we're gonna see this dude on our segment again? Yes, probably being a right. Like yeah, you who my question is who behaves like that? Like well, could, this this person does not have children. No. It's, like, no. There's no way. And if you had your own children, like, you wouldn't be even acting like this. No. Although, well, we had that mom on last week. And the woman from Disney. And the Disney heiress yeah. is a tranny. Yeah, transgender. What's its name again? Yeah, did you know that? I, I saw a clip on it. Yeah. <clears throat> Disney's in, Disney's not doing so hot. And Public- that's what I'm saying. Like, why teach when you could just go be with all your LGBTQ plus friends? At Disney World, yeah, not really. Which that well, I was going to say, molest each other, but they don't want to do that. They want to molest normal people's children, and they like to corrupt people. So obviously, that this is you're dead set on corrupting and, and perversing the minds of of babies, basically. So, I I just don't understand what compa- which because obviously we're so much different than that generation in the sense for the self-serving yeah, and, and the uh, self-gratification of filming yourself and then editing it, like, to do these little weird... This is so odd. And what did you think was going to happen in public perception would be when you made something like this? And that goes for all of them because the one that was laughing about making the kids salute the gay flag, she's gone, fired. This, this thing will be fired, too. If there's any justice in this world, that will be fired. I don't know what... Does it list what its name is? You can scroll down in the comments reverse so and see what we got. <laughs> Literal groomer. Mm-hmm. First one. You got to hit the show more replies. You might have yeah. to log in. We don't have a login for Twitter. We're not on there. <laughs> <laughs> three. I don't even remember being three. Okay, well, hold on. And, and let, let's check this out. The Infamous hippo, hippo with the obligatory Ukraine flag. They support Ukraine. I support I the current thing. Yeah, so this guy says three. I don't remember being three. Infamous hippo replies, I do. I knew gay people existed then. You f- you lie. You're no, li- you didn't. My mom 
was a theater kid, and I grew up knowing about her friends who were queer. Not knowing LGBTQ people exist is not innocence, it's ignorance. So three-year-olds that don't know that people are gay are ignorant. Support Ukraine. Show more replies. Let's see it. Hit the one on the left so we can see if, uh, yeah, because that's got 20 replies to it. So click the bubble with the 20. Oh. Well, I, okay, hit the other one then. The uh, Hit the show replies to the left, to the left. That one, because it'll show replies to that particular tweet or not. Deliberate hiring of these kind of cult followers as teachers. What happened to ordinary teachers? Great question. The least bad outcome here is going to be confusion. The worst outcome hardly bears thinking about. We'll have to address this poisonous nonsense before it further stabilizes another generation. That's absolutely true. But given what we talked about the other day with the undercover mother... The, I, I could easily make the argument that private school is worse than this. But last, uh, and which we could change the name of this to, to Groomergate. You know what I mean? Anything. Yeah. We, we, I mean, if, if hey, email us info at bcblpodcast.com. If you think we should change the name of this segment to something else, if it's not, hey, if you got a more clever idea, we're all ears. We'll steal your idea. <laughs> oh, free. <laughs> If it's good enough, maybe we'll give you a t-shirt that we don't have yet. This is a video from amaze.org for children about pornography. I'll let you decide for yourself whether this is appropriate. This is on Colin Wright's Twitter thread. Watching porn doesn't make you a bad person. It means you're curious. It's normal to want to know about <laughs> sex and naked bodies. I mean, look at this guy's penis. Isn't it just unreal? <laughs> Whoa! Watching. Oh my God! <laughs> you liked that, didn't you? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> hey, that was amazing, right? <laughs> no, that's funny. that's ridiculous. <laughs> Why would you even think a kid could remotely watch this? That's insane. because they're groomers, dude. And again, oh, like I've hey. I've talked so much about pornography and pornography addiction on this show, and that's why they're trying to infuse it in these young people's minds. And where was this found? Amaze.org. No, I mean, where are they showing this? Uh, actually, I think Tucker Carlson was talking about you. Scroll no, down. but like, it's it's targeted for school children, so it's yeah, part, it's part like, of the gender is, identity curriculum. Who is using? Surely this? to God, they're not showing that in class. That's what I'm yeah. getting at. And so there's a whole lot more about it. I just wanted to play that one clip. I mean, you can check it out. No, on, this needs to be dug into. I mean, like, where is this being yeah, shown? Well, yeah, yeah. Realitystand.com. What is it? Reality. Re, see it. Oh. Realitieslaststand.com. See it. Okay, yeah. Click it. Click it. Go ahead. Okay, so this is uh, realitieslaststand.com, and I guess that's uh, that Colin guy's website, maybe. Uh, so what's that picture? Oh, yeah, standing next to a, uh, a billboard that says male. It's got question marks behind it. Male, female, both, neither. And then they've got the cartoon depiction of Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here comes Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and... <laughs> <laughs> Keep a name out mouth. <laughs> yeah, it still looks like her. Come on, man. Amaze was recently brought to my attention from a Twitter thread by Chris Elston. In the thread, Chris describes in detail a 30-minute audio recording made in a 7th grade classroom on the topic of gender kids aged 12. 
In that recording, following a muddled discussion about pronouns and sex assignment, the children were made to watch a video. A Twitter user pointed out that the video is from an organization called Amaze, which describes its mission thusly. Amaze harnesses the power of digital media to provide young adolescents around the globe with medically accurate age... Age-appropriate, affirming, and honest sex education they can access directly online regardless of where they live or what school they attend. So look at the fixation so, on the, their, their description that is medically oh. accurate with, with zero to... to mm, okay. Well, you can... Uh, anytime they say age-appropriate... By whose and, determination? And, and because and the determination honest. should be left to the parents. Yeah, like, but, but that's what I'm saying. Anytime you know that they say age-appropriate, you can bet that it's absolutely not age-appropriate. Yeah. And when they say it's honest sex education, you can go ahead and bet that they're filling your head full of your child's head full of yeah, nonsense. I have like, a daughter that's going to be twelve next week, and I would definitely not want her watching that video. That's no, absolutely ridiculous. not. Amaze also strives to assist adults, parents, guardians, educators, and healthcare providers around the globe to communicate effectively and honestly about sex and sexuality with the children and adolescents in their lives. But. But according to these perverts, that's absolutely age-appropriate for your daughter and no, younger. Yeah, but they're educated, and you're not, dude. You're just a hick. You these don't know people know better about what your daughter, about what's age-appropriate for your child than you do. No. High five, high five. I mean, how do you, don't you? Definitely, definitely. Go ahead and I mean, show her the video. I mean, honestly, that's that's what they're saying. Yeah. When they get them in the class, when they get children in the classroom and say that, you know, we don't. We're not really worried about the rights of the parents. We're trying to teach your kids here. Like, don't yeah. worry about what we're trying to teach them. And notice like, we, the the emphasis is more because they they talked about Common Core, and I'm sure that still exists. And my child did a little bit of that before we pulled uh, pulled her out of school. But and the that emphasis, was nonsense too. The emphasis is now. It's not even that. The, yeah. What they did to butcher up regular math and English. Yeah. And obviously, science is meaningless now. Yeah, it's just guesswork now, yeah. according to this guy. Yeah. So, All anatomy is guesswork. Is this your hand? Uh, maybe. I, I will say this, and, and we can finish with this. The way we talk about these things so disparagingly is a direct result of people like this are the ones that want to accost or are accosting and want to extinguish your First Amendment right to free speech. And they're, and they're having success. And there's no shortage of them. No. And so... You should have kept on reading this. It says their YouTube channel currently boasts 177,000 subscribes. As the 30-minute recording reveals, the materials are actively making their way to children's classrooms. So that answers your question, Buford. Yeah, that's what I was going to... What we need to well, do There's 177,000 perverts that could be arrested right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you guys, you can track grandma down. You might as well tra track these groomers down. Yeah, there's 177,000 pedophiles out there. I wonder how many of those groomers were ballots for stuffing ballots in those boxes, too. You know some did. Laws averages because all Democrats are perverts. I wonder how I mean, many parents know this is being shown to All perverts kids. are Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Hey, and if you're a Democrat out there and you want some change, be the one to change it. Quit being a pervert. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't I don't know that it's possible. It just comes with the territory. Yeah, I mean, dude, if you're not a pervert and you're voting Democrats, you need to change your voter registration. Seriously. And like I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted by Reverso. 
That's why we act the way we act. And so if it, it's a, it's a, is it a disproportionate, disproportionate reaction to the, this nonsense? Yes, but it's also a, a, an overbearing or an overreaction to the fact that you want to circumvent my free speech to extol this nonsense onto my children, to all children. That's too true for radio. No, you can't sing about it. They'll show you the door. Cause Nashville ain't got any balls anymore. They cast you aside, hope you'll tuck tail and leave. But you ain't ever met an old boy quite like me. Well, I'd rather be real than put on a fake show. But that's too true for radio.